0: From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping to the Great Wall of China and back to the streets of Las Vegas where the UFC is happening. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will talk about it for you. This is No Holds Barred Radio, folks. Film, TV, sports, UFC, boxing, politics, sex, drugs, rock and roll. It's No Holds Barred. And this week I'm here with my co-host and producer, TJ DeSantis. But better yet. We are with the much-anticipated, my friend of a long time, a guest I've wanted to have on forever, a man everybody loves to hear talk, everybody loves to see, none other than the greatest heavyweight boxing champion of all time, Iron Mike Tyson. Hey, Bruce, how
2: you doing, brother?
0: I'm doing so good, Mike. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show. And before I do anything, I just want to ask you what I always do. How are you? How is your family? How is life? Is it all good and perfect? I'm doing great. Wonderful, wonderful. Mike, I had an absolute blast with you on hot boxing. Me too. It was so much fun. And when I announced you, Mike, that went global. That went everywhere. I couldn't believe it.
2: Just like it deserved to be.
0: (laughs) It's because it's 50-50, Mike. Actually, we'll call it 80-20. 80-you, 20-me, okay? it's all good listen you look amazing your training is going um you tell me you're training two three times a day you're doing two or three yeah. sessions a day can you lay that out for us what a, what a, a training day for mike tyson is now whether you're fighting or not
2: well i get up in the morning i run um two miles and then um i'll come back get on the treadmill No, get on the bike for an hour then get on the treadmill for an hour
0: really two hours of cardio Plus, he, he yeah. forgot the two the two miles he did before he got on oh, the two that's hours. that's
2: right. jeez,
1: yeah, dude, that that's insane. I mean, that's not a, a fighter just training for like an exhibition. Um, that that's a fighter training for a fight.
2: Hey, I'd rather be hurt and and conditioned than not hurt and not in condition.
0: See, this is the attitude of a champion. This is why you were so great and are so great at what you do. And I'm gonna put a couple other people in there, like Sugar Ray Leonard. You Absolutely. stay in shape 365 days a year. When you're a pro boxer, if you got the call, you'd be ready in 2 weeks to get it done, right? Absolutely.
2: I don't think, I don't know if they do that now, but before you get a, a fight in 2-day notice, a week notice, you got to be yeah. ready.
0: Well, nothing's like the old days, you know, when uh when Lamada or and uh, Sugar Ray Robinson would fight each other twice in what, 6 weeks. Or whatever the no, case, be.
2: twice in a month, in a month, in yeah. a month. My god, Unbelievable. they don't make
0: them like they used to.
2: I think one of them was like 14 days later,
0: 14 days, or fighting every two months. And the difference back then, Mike, you know, there's what is there like 52 division, 52 championship belts now of sorts, and there was nine back then. So the best fought the best, right? All the time,
2: absolutely.
0: Unbelievable. Do you think that today's boxers, with all respect to today and what they go through, or maybe even yourself, how different would it have been for you in your heavy rate reign to have fought back in the 40s and the 50s when that was the case? Would it have been a different? I think
2: as time goes on, fighters get better. That's what I believe.
0: Yeah. As what, athletes, why do you think
1: do that is, Mike? Like, I, obviously, I mean, you can look at the stats of the NFL where you have guys that are 300 plus pounds running you know sub five uh 40 yard dashes is it just like evolution or why do you think that athletes uh for whatever reasons tend to get bigger stronger faster
2: hey guys what was that where you guys at
0: oh we're here we're, we're here we can see hit your video button Mike. your video button area uh There, you there we go. There you
2: uh, yeah. uh well, I think it's um genetics um we we we're becoming bigger faster we're taking better care of ourselves we know more about nutrition our genes are being more purified and not really purified, becoming stronger through the mix of genes.
1: Sure. I think that's evolution, right?
2: Yeah. Yes.
0: It's the Darwinian theory and process. Let's put it that way. Mike, you fought in the, uh, you know, you fought uh, Roy Jones recently. And of course, that was, you know, part thriller, the whole bit. But you have your Mike Tyson's Legends Only League, okay? Yes. And I was reading up about this and I thought at first it was for boxing, but. Am I correct in saying that this is gonna involve other sports competitions, including football and soccer, tennis? I mean, we're gonna bring in legends of other sports to create a competition?
2: Baseball, basketball, and, and, and they have to um, pretty much um, figure it out how this is gonna be structured, how the um, infrastructure for the commission is gonna be structured. It's gonna be different rules in the NFL and how to make it more exciting. More of a running, hitting game.
0: So when you say, let's say it was going to be uh, a competition in the NFL, I, I I'm trying to envision it. Is it two teams? Is it two individuals with with individual competitions that are surrounding what okay. NFL competition would be?
2: Oh no, it's two guys that are leaders and they and, have, and they control two
0: teams. Wow! So they'll actually be playing a game. Yes. Wow! Now you know what I'm visioning right now. I'm visioning the, the longest yard where the bus pulls off <laughs> pulls up and all the old pros get out of the bus, you know, all the old legends get out of the bus to play a game of football. That oh, would be unbelievable. Back,
2: but when they get back on the bus, they're gonna get back on the bus with a bag full of money.
0: <laughs> I love that. And and part of that too is that you're really uh I know you're very charity friendly, as I am too. And you have a lot of charities or charities that will be involved in the legends are a specific charity that's your favorite oh, or couple?
2: Mike uh, Tyson, I, I care program is a program that Gives out to various charities. There's no, um, I'm not biased. I'm, I'm willing to have participate with
0: anybody that has a cause. Uh-huh. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Mike, anytime Michael and I could be of any help to you when you're doing this, we would love to help you because I think, I, I think you're on.
2: Help. We can use you, my friend. Your voice. Uh-huh. is magnetic. We can use.
0: <laughs> Thanks Mike. I appreciate it. No, I'd, I'd love this. Cause I love the whole concept. I think it's fascinating as heck. You brought it back to the forefront when you and Roy Jones faced off. Jake Paul was on that card. Uh, the young influencer, like a Jake Paul, whatever, you know, whether He's you like be- him or, hmm? He's beautiful. He's, he, you know what? He brought a young, lot of young eyeballs to the Absolutely. great sport of boxing. And that's what we need, Mike. I agree. Yeah. Now Jake is going to be facing off in another promotion against the UFC fighter, Ben Askren, who's naturally a wrestler, not a striker um how do you see that panning out i I know we're training with freddie but
2: well i'm looking forward to him to to do well everybody else is gonna have a tough time but i hope he does well
0: exactly you know what i do mike because i don't want to get pigeonholed by saying who's going to win because i'm always respectful to everybody i always say may the best man win you know let's have a good fight
2: exactly
0: exactly some guys you like
2: more than just the best man of of
0: course (laughs) you you see him around more than you
2: see the other guys so you're closer to him
0: Exactly true. Exactly true. You know, when I'm announcing, I'm an equal opportunity announcer, but I can't help it when I get back out of the octagon and I'm inside, sometimes rooting for my buddy or whatever. But again, it's made the best man win. Gotta sometimes
1: be that-, that Bruce Buffer poker face extends beyond the green uh, felt battlefield. You yeah, know what I'm saying?
2: No one could be that by, you got to be objective. Nobody could be that objective.
0: <laughs> that's very true hey right. mike
1: real, real quick bruce if you don't mind i, oh, I, I like to, to fire please off just uh, a couple ahead. questions mike uh your uh your stand-up one-man show was was phenomenal yeah. i remember going into that and and not really having big expectations and it was easily one of the uh best one man shows i've I've ever seen yeah. um
2: Thank you very much.
1: what were your thoughts on doing that because i mean that that's got to be stepping outside your comfort zone in just a, a an insane way
2: Chad Bronx tale and I watched Chad Pimentary do it and I was telling my wife, baby, I think I could do this because this is what I do in Europe, but I'm just talking to the crowd. I just do what I do in Europe and just don't talk to the crowd.
0: I love yeah. it. Yeah. Mike, you did a phenomenal job because I saw you down in Hollywood and I remember going to see you and I was with one of my very uh, best friends, a huge box fan, huge fan. You know him. His name is Gary Randall. He's met you in the past, but uh, I was floored, Mike. I thought you were phenomenal. That was one of the best two it must- hours. It was unbelievable. And it was so interesting, everything about it. But the way that it was produced and put together with the video first class, are you going to still travel and do that show? Absolutely. Once
2: the pandemic slowed down, my wife is going to write a new, new show with just some new material.
1: Very- I, I love it. I'm going to tag off of that because I, I'm, I'm doing something crazy. Bruce, I haven't even told you this. Uh, my One of my real good friends uh, of like 15 years is getting married this Saturday, and he's asked oh. that I get uh, ordained to actually marry him to his wife, and that's what I'm doing. I'm a fight commentator, Mike. I can talk about you know fights all day long and do play-by-play. I've never married people, and, and I, I kind of want to get your advice on how
2: hey, I should do this.
1: It's the same thing. You
2: talk to your friend, John, and it's like in this corner is John, and Melissa, you're in this corner. This is um, this is everlasting love. This is internal love. This is love that never ends, even when you not, no longer exist. You got to talk shit like that.
0: <laughs> Mike's got Perfect. it down. Yeah. It. You know, no, no. I am...
1: Hey, right. one, one, one last tag, because obviously you mentioned your wife a couple of times here, Mike. Uh, any any uh, advice you uh, you could give to my buddy Jeff and his his soon-to-be wife, Crystal, or, or all of our listening audience about uh, marriage? Like, how does Mike Tyson approach uh, approach marriage? Uh, he
2: just lost all his power, okay?
1: <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, they say power is the last thing to go, but it's the first thing to go in a marriage, maybe.
2: Oh, absolutely. You just don't know it's gone until you try to search for it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that is that where the term "happy wife, happy life" comes from, Mike? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, prophetic words from one Mike Tyson. Well, wow, it's beautiful to see you so happy. I was just reading that Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez are not going to walk down the aisle, of love forever. Meanwhile, Hugh Jackman, the famous actor, and his wife are celebrating their 25th wedding anniversary, which I you love. Know, hey,
2: you know, check it out, right? You know, man, Ruth. Some people can't live, especially in entertainment business. These people get the audacity to get married. They can't live with themselves. How do they live with somebody else? (laughs) With with our big-ass egos, how are we going to live with somebody else? We can't live with ourselves.
0: (laughs) It's so true. You know what they say? You got to love yourself before you can love everybody else. (laughs) You can't live with yourself. How the hell are you going to live with anybody else, right?
2: Everybody want to have a genius for a friend, but nobody wants to live with
0: them, huh? Uh, (laughs)
1: And and, and people are finding that out real quick during this pandemic. My goodness. Everyone's sick of
0: everybody. Hey, Mike, I'm a huge, huge fan of your podcast, Hot Boxing. I watch it all the time. And I was watching the other day when you had, you had Shane on, you had uh, Sugar on, you had Tommy Hearns on. And I know that, uh, Delahoy is fighting in your next, uh, is it true that uh, if I have this correct, he's fighting in the next Legends Only event? Is that correct? I, I, he,
2: he's always welcome. Um, I'm going to talk to my, my my scouts out there and my promoters and let me know about this. But he's always I'm not, they're not promoters, but my business associates, and they're gonna let me know. That'd be beautiful.
0: That'd be unreal. Now on Hot Boxing, uh, Shay Mosley used to be my neighbor over here. He moved recently, but um, okay. Leonard and Hearn stood up. Leonard said, "I could knock you out today." And I saw them both stand up. Obviously, that fight between the two of them was one of the greatest boxing, you know, matches I ever saw. Listen. Any thin listen. possibility this could happen again. Let them pass the test.
2: They pass the test. They could do the rest.
0: Do you know how many eyeballs would be on that fight, Mike? Like Mind fight? would. What's that? Mine would. Just pass <laughs>
2: the, test when yeah. get the rest.
0: I like it. Okay. So what you're saying is, in the great words of Jim Carrey, so there is a chance.
2: <laughs> absolutely all
0: right i love it i love it it's perfect you know you're a big ufc fan mike i've seen you at the show big many time, times. Big time. i know you appreciate what they do i know you get big asked time. this question all the time but for our audience can i ask you one time when you look back in your prime past prime whatever just you as an individual would you have wanted to ever compete in the octagon let's say you're 21 coming out of the gate absolutely but if
2: i did that what i know now about the octagon I would have to be in partners. I would have to run my own business in the octagon. The fighters, it's often them to get a good financial rate because um, they just don't make much money, even though they're great fighters and champions.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely been a number of millionaires, and you got, of course, Connor banking big bucks, and anybody on one of the big shows, they are they're making their millions. But I understand what you're saying on the financials. <laughs> But if you put the financials aside, would that have interest you to train and do all the extra training would need to be to be a mixed martial artist?
2: That is amazing stuff. I do love this
0: stuff. supermen and superwomen. When you think about it, Mike, they got an answer for everything. I, I was unreal.
1: actually uh, reading a new uh, book by uh, Ken Shamrock. It's written by Jonathan Snowden. Really, really good stuff. But in that book, it says around 1997 or so, uh, maybe early 98. There was some talk, Mike, about you possibly fighting Ken Shamrock. Is that true? Do yeah. you have any memory of this? Yeah. Uh huh. Tell me more. Like, well, what, what, yeah. why di- why didn't it happen? I
2: have no idea. I'm always willing. The money's right,
0: but it didn't happen. Sounds like a money situation. Sounds like whoever was going to put it together back then. Everybody was shooting for the fences to make everything happen back then. There's one guy you've had on your show um, that is our current heavyweight champion. Great guy. You know, gentle giant francis and General?
1: gentle i mean oh, outside the action Jen- oh yes. his
0: personality you know, i was gonna
2: his, i was gonna say inside the a, oc- anything a, what but a, what a better person for that to happen to huh
0: oh he's such a great guy but his story mike you know it's you know best. his story it's the best story that story has got to be made into a movie you know it's an incredible story absolutely mike francis is a powerful puncher we all know that standing and boxing is a lot different than standing against a mixed martial artist. You can't keep that leg too forward. They're going to double leg take you down, whatever. He would have to learn maybe better footwork as a boxer. But I think he's got the core to be a good boxer, to, to fight heavyweight. Do you feel that way?
2: I think he do for one particular reason. He, does,
0: he has
2: the courage and the belief. He doesn't look like I, I don't need amateur experience. He's a fighter. You get him in there with younger fighters, amateur fighters, then you put him up, then as time goes on, you put him in there with more advanced fighters that are elusive, that are that's accustomed to avoiding punches, because he's going to run into guys that are very elusive
0: right. and not want to get
2: hit with big guys. right? He has to be prepared to throw a lot of punches for a lot of rounds.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, MMA fighters naturally don't take a lot of punches the way boxers do in their training every yeah. day. So that's a definite, a definite adjustment. But you know what? I think what for his own benefit. I think now that he's got the belt around him, the uh, the world's focus around him as the heavyweight champion. John Jones possibly coming up or is coming up to fight heavyweight. That'd be yeah, beautiful. I, it'd be beautiful. I think the John Jones Francis and fight could be one of the biggest pay per views in the history of the UFC, without question. I
2: agree. I agree.
0: Because no matter matter how you look at it, the way I look at it, is that heavyweight champions drive boxing, drive UFC. Everybody loves the heavyweights, as you know. No, listen. It never fails. You're right. Never fails. So tell us about Tyson Ranch. You know, you started this business. It's going well. How's how's everything going with the ranch?
2: First-class ranch. Um, As we're speaking now, I'm having at least 10 ranches prepared to be built in Canada. One in, in Palm Springs area. Wow. Hot, hot Springs area. Palm Desert. Palm Desert, I mean, it's gonna be a thousand acres. And it's also like a, a wellness healthness center as well. People will go in there and learn about the medicines that they're using. We will have a, a university there. Interesting. It's gonna be a resort.
0: So you, Oh, like a resort?
2: Yes, it will be. Cannabis and that's alcohol a, as well.
0: That's awesome, Mike. That's that's fantastic. You know, Mike, you're branching out of so many different businesses. I'm so proud of you. I mean it's amazing what you're doing. It's you got some great people you're working with. You're putting this all out right, there. True. So Very is this true. like is oh, this okay. like a franchise? Are you franchising? Yes, it
2: yes, yes, all over the world.
0: I was just gonna say
1: on the business tip, uh, you know, Mike Tyson came into my life through video games and Mike Tyson's punch out. Right. And uh, I- I'm going to admit to a crime here, Bruce. I think the statute <laughs> of limitations have worn off. But uh, in 1991, I asked for Christmas to get a copy of Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Right. They gave me a generic copy of Punch-Out, which was not Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. The, the, the final boss was like Macho Man or Super Popinski yeah, yeah. or something. Um, I took that copy that I got for Christmas, went to the video game rental place, rented a copy of Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, and returned it. With the generic copy of, oh, of oh, Ten, that's uh that's a great
0: one. That's a good one. I like that.
1: I mean, I like- you know, you gotta do what you gotta do back in the day. You know,
0: do I make another game, another
2: punch out? Mike Tyson punch out. Really? Yeah.
1: Yes. Uh, I can I can already see the the gears turning in Buffer's head right now. He's gonna want to get Afro Thunder in that game.
0: Well, you know, the th- I'm working on, you know, Mike, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but Michael and I did our Ready to Rumble boxing game mm-hmm. back in 99. And I will say that Mike Tyson's touchout was an emphasis on my wanting to create that game. I'm working on Ready for Rumble, our fourth version right now. I love video games, Mike. I love making them. I love being in them. It's such a fun industry to be in. But I want to step back to your Tyson Ranch for a second. I've been approached by Aurora and other companies to do, you know, my own line of marijuana um, called the It's Timeline and and uh, from CBDs. I've held off on all that stuff, waiting for the right thing. We ever, are
1: high. Are we
0: are high. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> but, Mike, if ever there's any room in there in the Tyson Ranch, I'd love to talk to you. If you're expanding like that and you're going worldwide.
2: My, I, I'm, I'm going to put my partner, Rob Pickman on. He's going to get in touch with you right away.
0: I appreciate it. I'd like to talk to you about that because – you're doing everything with such quality and such class. I'm, I'm so impressed. The here-
2: no-brainer.
0: No-brainer is right. You know, it's keeping up with the times. It's adapting to what works. And we live in an ever-daily changing society with COVID and everything else. Mike, you're I- just like me and my breakfast. I'm telling you, I'm a honey freak. It's changing, but it's changing unexpectedly. Yes, but it's just like in a fight, Mike. You got to roll with the punches and you got to adapt to the person coming at you, right?
2: Sometimes you got to know who you're fighting. You don't even know who we're fighting now.
0: Well, it's like the Godfather said, keep your friends closer and your enemies closer. Information is everything. <laughs> it all works. All right, Mike, here's my little thing. I crack up when I see you in movies, like The Hangover and everything. You do such a good job when you do movies. Are we going to see you in any more movies? Is, are you going to have a little cameo, Mike Tyson, anything going on?
2: Absolutely. I'm just working on um, my project here with um, Tyson Ranch, and I have a program getting ready to come out, a reality show somewhat of I'm like, it's called Rolling with the Punches. I'm a retired um, boxer working in the cannabis business.
0: So it's about you. Yeah. That's great.
2: And I I just said, that's
0: the best story. What did I just say? Rolling with the Punches. And this is the title of his TV show. I don't want credit, Mike. I know you did it before that. It's okay. (laughs) All good, Mike. uh, So again, getting back to legends only, is there an actual event that's being planned right now? Or are you just in process? trying to figure out what's best
2: we're on a process right now what i believe fox television
0: mm-hmm. i believe it's
2: fox we will have an association with
0: no that's a great association because years ago michael and i did i uh, had michael do a thing called the celebrity boxing you remember when we first did that that hit a 15 share on the ratings everybody wanted to watch it and i still it, it it's kind of reminds me in a similar way what's going on here I think that the, the world is hungry for this. I think you're in just a prime spot at the prime time. You broke through it with your fight world. with Roy. Who people get beat up. That's what it wants to see. Hey, what did Dana White always say? Hockey game in the corner, baseball game, and tennis. The fight breaks out in the fourth corner. Everybody goes watches the fight, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I, so I, I agree you know. with that,
0: but I will always say if I go to a fight and a
1: hockey game breaks out in the corner, I'm watching the <laughs> hockey game for a little bit. I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: okay, it goes both ways a little bit, but the fight's going to break out at the hockey game, too. So 100 percent.
1: That's very meta, actually, if you think about it.
0: Yeah, that's why you, go, that's why you go to the hockey game to watch the fight. 100 exactly. percent.
1: I'm from Minnesota. I don't understand the rules of hockey. Just I wait for the gloves to come off.
0: Hey, man. Nice. Nice. Knights, Knights. So cool. So cool. All right, Mike, before we let you go, one other thing came up here, too, is that uh, Anderson Silva is going to box Julio Cesar Chavez Jr.
2: That's going to be brilliant.
1: Why not Roy Jones, though? I mean, RJJ versus Anderson Silva has been the one that's been bandied about for over a decade. That's interesting to me.
0: I heard a rumor that Roy Jones may be fighting Shannon Briggs. I heard this. Oh, really?
1: Uh, Shannon
0: Briggs spent time at an American top team back in the day. I, yeah, I know. I know. I, I announced uh, one of his fights at an MMA event. Mike, have you heard about uh, uh, Roy and potentially Shannon? No, but I know Shannon's out there. Oh, you know, Shannon wants to get in there. He wants to get in the the squared ring for sure. He, he wants to get to work. He's, he's a character and a half, that's for sure. But I'm going to look forward to this Anderson Silva-Chavez uh, Jr. fight. I was lucky enough to announce some of Chavez Jr.'s first boxing matches when he was boxing six-round fights when I did undercards with Michael and impressed with him. What's his dad? His dad is going to fight. Uh, what are they talking about? His dad, who he Savage Senior, was going to box somebody. Really? Yeah, I was in the. Oh, you know, I, I,
1: I just ran you, into him in the airport not long ago. He looks amazing. I bet he does.
0: Did you hear about that? His dad has a boxing match coming up, Mike? I didn't see that one. No, I didn't see that. I, these names are being tossed all over. All I'm thinking about, all I'm listening to, though, is. Look what I, you did, Mike.
1: You come he, back and you fight RJJ, you change the whole boxing that, business.
0: You change I, it.
2: good. Not okay. yeah. I
0: said you changed it. But with Snoop Dogg and all the effects and the production they had that night, I was around a bunch of young people that were there from my family. that were watching when I say a bunch, we're like 10 of us. They ate it up. Had they been watching like a normal HBO night, they would have enjoyed it, but they ate that whole with the music. And the, how can you not? It, it was great. It was great. is entertainment. Yes exactly it's like the gladiator said are you entertained and that's the name of the game right and, and that's a big thing i mean correct me if i'm wrong guys
1: but like you f- fighting and combat sports have always been one part sport and you know one and a half to two parts uh you know spectacle and when you're out there putting on a show and you're honest about what it is i don't know how anybody can have a problem with it it's a show enjoy it sit back enjoy the show i agree i agree
2: the, yo man right, the beautiful show was a show and which sometimes people lose their
1: life. That's true.
0: That's true. There's yep. And you
1: that's always got to respect that. I mean, every single time uh, a fighter goes out there and, and competes, whether it's an exhibition or a full on fight,
0: that's always a possibility. Mike, I always say this, you walk out there, you're putting your blood, sweat and tears and your life on the line for our entertainment. It's as simple as that. Bottom line, <laughs> bottom line, Mike, uh, one last thing too. I got, I heard that you, you know, these NFT, these digital collectibles, right? Yeah. yeah. Now I, I, I'm getting approached by this from different companies. I agree to have one made, not exclusively with a company called Eternity, but you have an NFT company too, don't you?
2: Yes. And you know, as um, many times that car gets sold, you get every, you get every sale from, the a percentage of every sale. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. It's like, a, it's almost like a multi-level marketing. Every time that thing gets sold, you're getting a piece of it all the way down. I, wow. I still am only 50% knowledgeable about this. People are throwing money at me and stuff, but it's like, it's the one business I can honestly say I'm not 100% clear on yet because it involves crypto, which I'm still right. not 100% I mean, I'm, still, yeah. I'm, I'm
2: not, hey, listen, Bruce, I'm not either, but it's working. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mike, there's so much money in it. It's unbelievable.
2: It's working. I'm not trusted either, but it's working. I don't believe in this shit, but it's working. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mike, I'll take two calls from your people, Tyson ranch and NFT buddies. I, I, anytime I can be involved with you, it'd be an honor and a pleasure. That's all I'd say. It I What's love that?
2: It. It we'll all
0: right. I'm serious too. I live down the street from where you are, buddy. I can be there for lunch and meetings in oh, 10 minutes. All right, Mike, I don't want to interrupt you. You're looking like you're having a wonderful breakfast. You could train. Now, When do you go back? You said your cardio. What's your next session today? What are you going to do next?
2: Right now, I'm going to do some weights. I got to go do some weights. I already, I already declared I
0: got weights. And then, uh, do you have a third session at the end of the day?
2: Maybe not today. Maybe I might get on the bike
0: tonight. Gotcha. God bless you, Mike. God bless you, man. You got a lot going on. It's a pleasure to watch you as you're as you're growing and evolutionizing beyond everything you've created historically so far in your life. It's really awesome, Mike. It's really Thank awesome. Bruce, I
2: love you, man.
0: I love you too, Mike. God bless you. God bless your family. I will see you Thank soon. You. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. My pleasure, friend. Thank, Thank you. Love me, brother. love. Brotherly love. I'll tell Mikey you said hi. Uriah Faber Thank said you, to I say hi. That. You Thank got you, it. Bro. You got it, Mike. Take care of my friend. Me. Big cheers, champ. Mike Tyson. Never heard of him. Mike Tyson. Who? But what, look at all the businesses he's involved in.
1: TJ. Yeah. Uh, what did we, mean, we just I, cover? I feel, we just I, cover? I, I feel like we talked to... Uh, an entrepreneur, Uh, by the way, he's also, I mean, way down the list of accomplishments. One of the greatest boxers we've ever seen, but
0: that's the entrepreneur, Mike Tyson. That is a well, you know how I am about entrepreneurs. I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I have so much of that. I
1: mean, I think that's what the, the entire interview was pretty much about. It was about, you know, the, the evolution of uh, a man who was given an opportunity to become one of the world's best, you know, pugilists. And, uh, he spun that in so many different directions, uh, and, and that's what life is all about, right, Buff? Like you get this opportunity, you make the most of it
0: and you try to parlay that you know first break into many other breaks. Yeah, no, I'm just listen, you know how I am. I felt like I was talking to well, I was. I was talking to another entrepreneur, but I'm just going down the list here. Okay, the legends only. I was not aware until we spoke about it and I researched a little bit. I thought it was just boxing. No, about that. The no football. Could you imagine a, a game of football legends? Even even tennis, all this basketball, anything. I mean, anything. The, the the possibilities are endless. Absolutely endless.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I thought do, it was you, like you do a pickup like pool game, like a like billiards. Anything you got the right guys, I'll, I'll watch it. You well, know what? I actually want I want like the best fighters to play a, a football game.
0: It could be any way you want. It's entertainment. Right. What Mike said. The keyword, entertainment. Yeah, ever that falls. But you know, I was thinking maybe it's two guys. You know punt, kick, pass, you know, all like, no, no, That's a football friggin game game. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it reminds me of the longest yard. You're sitting there and the guys are getting off the bus. You're going, what? The I fuck? mean, Jeez. you get, you get the wrong
1: personalities. You might have uh, a pretty heated game. So it's a good thing. Mike is there to, you know, kind of restore yeah. order. If it gets out <laughs> of control, <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm sure I'm sure
1: him and a few other uh, people hanging around, but how about okay. this? We'll take the best boxers that Mike can get and we'll put them in
0: a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournament against one another. I still believe there's going to be an MMA celebrity show at some point in the near future. It's got to happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've already seen it a couple times. Where? I mean, Kimbo, kind of. CM Punk, kind of.
0: Well, that's Um, yeah, I'm talking about just an actual where you maybe actors, maybe a few real fighters, you know, the mix up and you and you just. Oh, you think real MMA fighters are going to fight actors? I think there's actors out. What did Dana always said? Actors want to be fighters. Fighters want to be actors. There are some actors yeah, out but, there that train but I, MMA. You remember
1: what Mike said about the dangers of the sport? Like, I, that's not happening.
0: You know, I'm still a fire
1: at heart. I still would love to get
0: out there. Buffer, no! <laughs> yeah.
1: No. We got, we got to keep you whole for all these business opportunities and non... I don't remember what the F is in the T's.
0: That's okay. As long as I can what is it? Stuff. called? What is it? NFT? Like, I don't, do you remember what it NFT, stands for? NFT. Right, what NFT, does it stand for? Uh non, non func- yeah, non-functional non-functioning typeface non-fungible token fungible a, that's what it is fun so what it is a non-fungible here, i'll read the definition oh god a non-fungible token is a unit of data stored on a digital ledger called a blockchain that certifies right. a that's, digital asset to be unique and therefore non interchangeable that's that's how all crypto works is crypto that's part of the deal here right that's no i get that i just data, yeah. i still
1: don't know i mean i just learned that word Recently, crypto,
0: because I didn't know what that meant necessarily. And I just, I just read the definition. I still don't know what the fuck I'm talking about.
1: Right, yeah. <laughs> um, all I know is a Bitcoin is Number worth like $63,000 right now. That's they crazy. said it's going to hit a hundred by the end of the year.
0: I still hesitate to put that money into it.
1: Uh, I mean, historical data will show that if you lose a bunch of money, just wait. It'll go I up. Know.
0: I know, but the pain while you're sitting there with the loss is not that much fun. Well,
1: I mean that. I mean, but for you, throw away money on the poker table sometimes. So you know, just think of it that way. Well, I win money on the poker table.
0: <laughs> I know. I
1: mean, you just got to wait a little bit longer to win.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. I'll I'll get around to it. Listen, I'm the guy that sold at 25 when I watched the 25 go down to 12, and then I saw it go to 28, Then I saw it 28. Thought, oh, I made three dollars on that coin the Did- coins that I had. That did, was only three months ago and we, now we, it's sixty five thousand.
1: Yeah, you gotta you gotta let that go. You just gotta like jump all in. Yeah, wait, wait until it dips below sixty again and then buy one. Um I, I, I want stories like that. I wanna bring this up to you. I don't know if you saw the story. I I got to read just a little bit of it. Um did you see the uh, story that is rocking the uh sports memorabilia and trading card business today? No what? PSA is no longer offering uh grades to
0: collectibles. Oh, yeah. No, originally, one of the stories I was going to talk about is that they were going to uh, suspend car grading services because they were up to a one-year wait. Yeah, that's what it is, right? So it's a one-year wait. I don't think they're stopping.
1: You no, know, I mean, they're stopping, like, new submissions. That's what I mean. Like, it's gonna be, Like, you can't get anything graded in a timely
0: manner right now. Well, I'll tell you uh, why I know this. Our buddy, Dan Wolkin, friend of the show, who was on from Memory Lane uh, a few weeks ago. Right. So I went in, and uh, I bought... Uh, a box, another, I bought a second box of 87 Fleer because to be honest with you, as we're talking about the collecting, right. I paid $65,000 for that box. Could have been in Bitcoin. Now, well, here's, here's, yes, but, and probably should have. Here's what happened. I caught it on the upswing, mm-hmm. then boxes started selling for 40. Okay. So now where I thought I was up, I'm down. So I did what you call average down. I bought another box for like, I got a great buy for like twenty five thousand. So now I'm averaged down to around forty on each box, which will come back in spades in the next couple of years. But my friend Dan he said, "Why don't you take the box, and and I'll continue to keep this upgraded on the show as we promised. Why don't you take the box, have a PSA grade, have all the packs in a PSA grade. If there's a 10, right. 9, whatever, it like is going to be worth exactly what you paid for the box. Right. So I said, Dan, I just read it's a year's wait. Dan had a connection. Uh Oh, box took another box of 81 tops. I'm having graded took a bunch of other single nice. packs. He said, and the guy said, he will have them back to me in three months. And I think I got them right under the wire because you can't do that now.
1: No, uh, that's, that's that. awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's good and to it, know a guy.
0: It's I know the guy, I usually know the guy that knows the guy or I know the right. guy. And I know once. you, so I'm set. Yeah, there you go. It's no problem. So speaking of uh, Tom Brady, spoke about earlier. He started his own uh, non fungible. Token company, NFT company. Um, but Tom Brady's rookie card just sold for 2.25 million. One of his rookie cards. Two. That's modern day, too. And we get back to modern day. 2.25 million. Obviously, the the run for Tom Brady has got to be huge. Do
1: you ever wonder like how good Sean Shelby might be at football?
0: That's I mean, they're cousins. You know, Sean Shelby is actually really packed. He's a muscular guy. I'm,
1: he's a jiu-jitsu
0: player, so of course he's he is. He's also yeah. a wrestler. Also yeah, a wrestler, he's also a striker, too. And a striker, too. So, Tom, I mean, he's know, kind of an MMA fighter. Well, the one good thing about that, this is the man that's setting people's careers and setting fights for them in, in yeah. the UFC. He better know what the hell he's talking about. It's oh, like, sure. I, I have a hard time reading movie critics review movies, and they never made one. Yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm happy to hear about Sean doing all that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, like, he might be able to throw a football like 65, 70 yards. We don't know. Why you think the genetics is going to take over? He's got it. He kind of looks like Brady if you look really hard.
0: No, there's similarity. They're all good. I mean, they're cousins.
1: Yeah. I'm just saying, like, maybe Shelby can kick people in the head, but he can also kick, you know, 60 yard field goals. We don't know. um, I want to figure this out now. Next time I see him, I'm just going to walk up to him with the football and be like,
0: throw this, please. I, Maybe I should, I should play a little catch with him one day when we're all quarantined. Right. And then nothing you'll nothing record it.
1: You'll record it and then you'll make it an NFT. We'll all get rich.
0: Yeah. There you go. Again, I can only offer so much on that. Right. I only I, offer so again,
1: much. I'm being silly because I, the whole thing seems silly, but the money's real. So,
0: hey, did you hear this story? I, I love these stories. Um, a baseball player named Freddie Freeman. Okay. Yeah. He played for the Braves. Played for the Braves. So they're playing the Phillies, mm-hmm. as, as I understand this. And um, they were facing the Philadelphia team at their home park.
1: I mean, Citizens when Freeman,
0: Bank? Uh, yeah. So Freeman hit a home run. No, okay. at uh, at Truist Park, they call it. Uh, oh. Really? Is that? Okay. I guess they changed He's the name. The, if oh, it's in no. no wait. Yeah, that's in Philly. I'm sorry, I read this wrong. So they're in Philly. Freeman hit a home run. No,
1: no. So they're in Atlanta then.
0: Who cares? The facing, yes, Atlanta, Truist Park. It's called okay. Truist Park. Got it. So Freeman hits a home run, right? Uh-huh. And this young kid, Joshua Scott, Who's watching the game with his dad? Uh-huh. Uh he misses the he misses catching the ball by inches. It falls to the bullpen, right? Okay. After several tries, he finally caught the ball that was thrown to him from the ground. They threw it back up to him, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Then he did the unexpected. This is a kid. The kid was given the ball. He threw it back. He was trying to catch. No, he didn't throw it back. Okay. There was another kid near him wearing oh. a, a Freddie Freeman jersey. And the young kid gave that kid the baseball how beautiful is that in this day of crap that all we read about i'd buy that that nft that would that's just i think that's a beautiful thing
1: i i mean that's that's special so you know someone make that video uh thing and i'll pay for that
0: yeah it's really cool and then get this so then the father and the son uh, you know his his dad and he are taken down to the side of the field where they found themselves face to face with freeman being a quality class athlete that he he showed himself to be that day, he presented Joshua with an autographed ball by both See, him and Bryce Harper. This is why I love baseball. Yeah, this is why I love baseball, too. You're exactly right on. Totally.
1: You know, I mean, that's, that's uh, MMA, I think, uh, you know, pre-pandemic. Uh, the athletes that, you know, fight in the UFC are the most accessible athletes in all major professional sports. Agreed. Uh, of the mainstream stick and ball sports, though, what baseball players do for their
0: fans—it's phenomenal. It really is, and that's what—that's uh, what baseball is all about. Yeah, you know, what do they call it? America's pastime. Yeah. Well, you know what? Little incidents like this is what it make, makes America great. Is the best way you can put it. Here's another interesting thing involving history: a black family, beach property in California, in Manhattan Beach, which is right down the street from where I live. Probably some of the most expensive beach real estate there is in
1: California. I mean, you live on the beach. Bruce, pretty much anything on the beach is down the street if you're willing to
0: drive far enough. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, basically knuckle throw away. But so this family, the beach property was taken from them back in the Jim Crow era, right? Oh. in 1924, when the city took the property back through what they call eminent domain, and they paid yeah. a couple of fraction of what they're asking for. Right. So the city wanted the land for a park, and and the Bruces, actually the couple, they're called the Bruces, right? Okay. Uh, Willa, Charles and Willa Bruce, they left and they died like five years later. Okay. So now there's a move afoot to give justice to their de- descendants. The property is worth perhaps $75 million now. Okay. Wow. Right now, there's a chance that they are going to give this property back to the family's descendants. There's a court case right now, and they could be awarded. The couple purchased it for $1,225 in 1912. They built like a cafe and changing wow. rooms, the whole bit. It was um, the white neighbors resented the fact horrible. The white neighbors resented the fact that black beachgoers were going to the beach. And this is what caused all this, you know, right. white supremacist clan members, no trespassing signs. This took place in California, okay? Yeah. The couple originally was eventually paid 14,125 for the property. They left. It was vacant for several decades, took ownership in 29. Um, it no longer belongs to Manhattan beach. It's part of Los Angeles County. And now there's a court case. They might get the. Property. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, I hope that I've works out for them. Like that. That's a, I that's do a great too. story. I do um, too. I hope it works out also. I'm going to no take
1: pleasure. this story and mix it with our last story and ask you if you know what today is. It's April 15th. It's not tax 15th. day, by the way. They, they well, moved. That was,
0: that was the first thing. No, because that's been pushed ahead anyway. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's, it, it's actually my mom's birthday, but that's not what I'm alluding to. Well, happy uh,
0: birthday, it, Mrs.
1: DeSantis. It's. Jackie Robinson Day. So today in the major leagues, oh. everyone that takes the field will wear the number 42 to honor Jackie Robinson.
0: And rightfully so. One of the greatest baseball players of all time. One of the greatest historical moments in history of all time. What he did for the for uh, Black America and everything back then. Just amazing. So, Don't worry about know. that. Well, obviously, we're talking about a good story, and the alarm went off. But I just watched uh, an original with Jackie Robinson uh, story of his life from like the nineteen 19- early 60s 50s black and white it was so much fun to watch and then the uh, the movie 42 whatever it was with the um, with bozeman the fine actor that passed away last year phenomenal movie if you're i still say to this day baseball as a sport transfer and boxing second baseball as a sport transfers better to film than any other sport i've seen i watched major league for the 58th millionth time the other week to me it's one of the 10 greatest baseball movies ever made
1: yeah, no, I, uh, I mean, some of my favorite movies are are based in in baseball,
0: so absolutely, yeah. and then absolutely. I, I I love boxing movies. Um, boxing movies transfer really well, and MMA not quite yet, but there's been some great efforts. And- War- I Warrior, thought- Warrior was
1: really strong.
0: Warrior was strong, and I'm gonna give it to you, Here Comes the Boom. You know, even Here Comes things- the Boom is my favorite actually. Who was the best in Here Comes the Boom? Uh, Bruce Ranger Buffer. Man. No, <laughs> that was one week after I blew my knee. I really afraid. i didn't that know was, that yeah i that's one of the Dang. reasons why when i severed my uh, acl at the um george st pierre jake seals fight you know at the toronto at the rogers center 123 people 123. I, uh, I don't know the exact date but it was two weeks to it was about two weeks later i had to be on set and they're like you got to get operated i go nope i gotta be on set i got shows every week i got one week off but in three months i have a four-week window and the same man that did Dr. Dr. Trosh, the great Dr. Elitrash, who did Tom Brady's knee and also George St. Pierre's after mine um, said, Bruce, I, I know you. He knew me. We're friends because I know you. I know how you are. I know how you train. You listen to me. Right. You do what I tell you, I will get you back in the octagon within four weeks after I operate on you in that window. So I spent three months in a brace and, um, you know, doing everything I had to do. When it got operated on, remember, I flew to Philadelphia for the show with Joe Rogan. Oh, we were I remember. Together. I remember. Yeah. And it was a little buffer light, but I got the show done. All good. As you always do. Always do. Always got it. The show must go on. There's no question. Speaking of baseball, a man sues the baseball, uh, excuse me, sues a baseball team or stadium. Now, see how you feel about this horrible situation. Okay. His dad died in a taco eating contest. Right. OK. In if, California. April Central 1st Valley. was 14 days ago, Bruce. Oh, this is not this is a while back, right? No, I'm saying this sounds like an April Fool's Day joke. No, no. A taco got, eating contest. Yep. A man tragically died during a taco eating contest in California, Central Valley. His son now wants the owner of the organization to pay up. I'm really sorry. His dad This is like away a minor
1: and- league thing.
0: Yeah, suing the Fresno Sports and Events, a company that owns the Fresno Grizzlies minor league baseball team. Yeah, they're uh, the minor league team for Arizona, I believe. Okay, so they were hosting what he calls an inherently dangerous amateur taco eating competition. Not so hilarious. His father died. Not so hilarious. So it was, you know, devouring, obviously, as much as you can, and a result he began choking on chewed and unshewed taco remnants, which, you know, the shell of a taco, I know that, like, Elderly people are told not to eat taco shells or taco chips because they can go down well, the a pipe.
1: I'm not trying to be humorous here at all. Do we know if it was crunchy or if it was a soft taco? Because I think uh, a soft taco would be more dangerous in a contest like this than a hard taco.
0: Can't answer. Don't know. I don't know. They're just claiming there wasn't enough safety. Uh, they hit him with the CPR defibrillator before the paramedics I mean,
1: the The question is, and I hate to be legal about it is did the man in question that passed away sign any sort of uh release um you know anything like that that's that's the question and I
0: that's that's the question if he did he's you know i don't know where they're going to go with this and i'm it's not hard. telling yeah i'm not saying don't do it whatever i'm not i mean the man lost his dad no, it's so there. It's, to do. right that's why i want to handle this
1: with care but yeah. it, it's it's very i mean it would be hard for me to believe that a sporting franchise or, or group would allow anybody to do anything that could potentially put their uh, health at at risk without signing uh, a release but stranger things have happened
0: yeah they have stranger things you know it's just, i'm sorry for his loss but it's just it's uh, a somewhat weirdly interesting story you know yeah okay we've talked about collectibles before we sign off on the show i want to go through there was just a big auction golden auctions they just sold 38.2 million dollars in collectibles uh give you a couple here Bruce Buffer autograph, microphone, (laughs) Bill Russell, rookie card 57 tops, $399,000. Stephen Curry, uh, one of the, uh, Stephen Curry, pardon me, uh, Panini, which I think is a new company that's going to be making UFC cards, uh, set an all-time record for a non-rookie Stephen Curry card for 271,000, uh, Kobe Bryant card, 260. These are all modern day cards. It's unbelievable. Jackie Robinson, amazing. 49 Bowman speaking of Jackie Robinson. Um, uh, $522,000 all time record for that card and 67 tops, Tom Seaver rookie card, which I happen to have one uh, this sold at a doesn't say the PSA rating. It's got to be a 10. So for $344,000, if it wasn't a 10, you better find out what yours is. My, my, my Seaver cards a seven. So it's probably oh. worth, I don't, it's not worth, you know, it's probably worth 5,000. It's not worth that kind of money. It's amazing. One great difference in PSA. When you get that high up, can make all the difference and then Opeachy the wayne gretzky rookie card uh sold for two hundred seventy-one thousand. and uh jesus god the rocks rookie card wwf superstar stickers uh they call him the rock M- my via 19 rocky my via yeah, yeah that was his yeah. uh, name okay that sold for thirty-four thousand four hundred forty, in an all-time record for that card i had that card list. hello how does I, that feel, TJ? I
1: was a kid, and I peeled it off and stuck it on something because that's what you do when you're a child, but all right.
0: How does that feel? Like, I'm talking about my little situation.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't regret it because I was a child, but I'd like $34,000. Yep,
0: so, absolutely. Uh, by the way, North Korea bailed from the Tokyo Olympics They're out. COVID fears not going in.
1: I mean, I have a hard time thinking that COVID never made it to North Korea.
0: I thought it did. Man, I, oh, You don't oh, know. No, no, We don't know. We don't know anything.
1: No, you don't know. So, I mean, I don't know. I hope everything's okay over there.
0: I hope everything's okay everywhere. And, uh, you know, amusement rides, we talked about this before. Like I always told you, I'm not big on Ferris wheels because I hate when it's time to go. You're at the top and you got to wait. My wife down. will not go on a Ferris wheel. She's terrified. Two teens were suspended, right, for hours on a broken amusement park ride in Florida. If you're afraid of heights, man, you know, the sling, you know, that slingshot ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hang so on. they were
1: suspended like they were just stuck on the car up there or like it was turned and they were tilted and they were clinging for dear life. Well, the the,
0: the slingshot shoots you up and down. That's so right, but you're talking about the Ferris wheel. No, no. I mentioned the Ferris wheel first. Oh. This is they were stuck on the slingshot ride. Oh, upside down. Uh, No, right side up. That's good. From what I can see. But it was for hours three stories high after a cable snapped okay not so good not so good not so good
1: i i would be okay with it minus the fact that if a cable snapped you're terrified that you may plummet to the earth at any moment because those things go high i know they're higher than we are high that new strain that's coming out (laughs) um here's another one
0: do you eat cheetos
1: I, it. I I know. Uh, honestly, I don't like Cheetos. Um, I don't I mind have. the puffy kind, um, but I don't really eat them because it's just pointless because it doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. You know, like I, the puffy kind you eat. They're like rice cakes, right? But they're bad for you. So
0: why would I want one? Yeah, exactly. Actually, I, I kind of like rice cakes for some
1: rice cakes are OK. Yeah, but they're OK, but but rice cakes are healthy for you. Cheetos fill you up just like a rice cake. But somehow they're 8 billion calories. Well, speaking of filling
0: you up, a six-year-old boy opened his Cheetos. This is not a good story to go out on, Bruce. I'll end with something. It was a bullet inside the Cheetos bag. A bullet. Okay, it's not that bad. We have to go, though, unfortunately. Okay, I know we have to go. So that'll be the whatever. Anyway, good show. Mike Tyson, Iron Mike Tyson, TJ and What more can you want? Yeah. Very, very cool. Very cool. I've got some really cool guests coming up on the show uh tj we got some good stuff coming up uh what's up with you this week are you in town out of town in outer space what's happening i said i'm marrying two people to one another you know i did marry my best friend one of my best friends joe lear i am ordained did you go to the universal uh, life of church of course i yeah. did buff 39.95 or whatever it is <laughs> i <laughs> did it done. when it was free oh really i had to pay 2001 it was free well you know i do a ton of weddings on you know whether it's uh through and you know what i'm really happy about the covid pandemic has slowed down weddings there's i i notice people are having their weddings now we're doing a ton of weddings um at brucebuffer.com and i'm really enjoying it you have videos audios whatever and yeah, as i, a need, I fact, need you to do
1: me a solid and, and do something for me tell me what you want it'll be i'll fun. tell
0: you when we're off the air but no no of course no, when it off the air but uh i do enjoy that people ask me to marry them i get emails all the time but you know, it's your marriage. Spend the money on your marriage. Let me do a video or an audio. The cost of flying me out and doing it, unless it happens to be in my area, is just, right. I, I would you feel know. bad. No. And I have to charge. I would feel bad. Of course, so, you have to charge. You know, it is what it is. But um, still so keep the cameos coming in, the videos and the audios. Man, we are busy as Beavers here and loving every single minute of it. Okay, the UFC this weekend. We got Robert Whitaker, Kevin Gastelum in the main event. Good, good fight. I like it. Uh, Jeremy. It's a Stoops- fight that was
1: already supposed to happen, and yes. Robert Whitaker weighed in and then. Uh, had a uh, a twisted bowel and was unable to make the fight. So that's it's, right. it's a long time coming.
0: God, I, I that hurt even hearing you say that. So mm-hmm. Jeremy Stevens, Dracar Close, uh, Andre Orlovsky, amazing length of his career and good luck. Good for you, Andre. Chase Sherman, that should be actually a fun ball, you know, punches. Orlovsky versus Sherman? Yeah. Hell yeah. I like that. They're going to throw down. Yeah, it's going to be a good fight. And our friend of the show, Luis Pina's back. He's going to fight Alexander Munoz um good stuff jessica Paday, lupi godness gerald Meersharp, Bartosz fabinski that's a good tight show this will be fun and i think this show is on espn check your listings but i'm pretty sure this is an espn show this weekend so good for that but i'll tell you tj the show after this weekend <laughs> ufc 261 in jacksonville florida that 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 show is unbelievable oh did i tell you what i'm doing before You're i go to Jackson, the show because go. i'm ending the show i'm gonna be okay I'm playing poker after dark. It'll be uh-huh. televised. Six men. We're each putting up $10,000. Winner gets fifty, second gets 20. I'm playing Phil Hellmuth. Okay. Take that $10,000. <laughs> Buy Bitcoin. I'm going into playing poker. I'll take 10 and turn it into 50, and I'll be a happy guy. It'll yeah, all but you could take 10 and potentially turn it into like 100. I'll, i'm gonna make a phone call okay i'll put a little tickle pickle in the in the in the bitcoin so i have something to talk about in the future when you bring it up and i don't feel like i missed out on the boat okay how's that tickle, whatever it is, it is what pickle tickle tickle pickle oh all right we gotta go <laughs> <laughs> oh not that i'm talking about it I, <laughs> so, yeah okay. no
1: worries it's good good uh JJ. check out extra rounds live on uh ufc fight pass uh myself Pro gonzalez talking about uh everything uh if you get this before the fights uh, I have an interview with uh, Robert Whittaker on there this week. We talk about oh. the uh, showdown with uh, with Kelvin Gastelum. So tune in. Very cool. Very cool. All right, everybody. Oh, I will. see. Oh, sorry. The- hey. this- oh. So, real hey. quick. So now I'm Meanwhile- doing the show. Also on uh, Extra Rounds this week, I uh, have a nice, uh, fun conversation with Yanni the Greek, who you can find on uh, on the line on UFC Fight Pass but we were joined by uh, WSOP commentator Norman Chad so you might actually like that buddy yeah
0: Norman he's been on the show you know I have not talked and Norman plays poker at my house I have not talked to Norman for a while he's a great guy you know he's he's been on the show we had Norman on the show years ago damn it I completely I have no recollection of this like we're we're coming up on 500 episodes I'm allowed to forget one literally in the first two years I think of our podcast when I was playing the World Series of Poker back then
1: Wow, he uh he he lives somewhere uh, near LAX. And is he? A, wa- he's I won't say where I know where right, he lives. right, right. That's why I I do too, Buff. Yeah. Uh, but he walks home from the airport sometimes. Good for he, Norm. I mean, it's I mean he, it might be faster
0: than the car. He probably just has to walk straight down Sepulveda Boulevard to where I think he lives. I know he lives. Excuse me. So good for Norm. Good for Norm. Norm is a funny guy. Was he funny? Hilarious. He has a dry sense of humor. He's hilarious on the show. It's it's uh, I, I
1: absolutely enjoyed uh the conversation uh, we had.
0: I'll remember it this time because apparently I forgot the last one. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. I just can't look I can't it's wait till like, I can play in a world series of poker event again.
1: It's been like 12, 13 years. I was twenty four when we started the show. I'm almost forty.
0: Getting old there, TJ. <laughs> Seriously. And somehow you, know, you na- get younger. I don't get it we gotta go uh, what? considering next month may 21st i'm gonna be 64 i'll take that all i can boom give it to me baby okay uh-huh. all right uh-huh. by the way i did a striking workout yesterday i'm um, getting back into it man it just makes me want to throw i i had such a stop it yesterday. stop it stop it mike legends Uh-oh. only come the announcer
1: got it you're not gonna fight joe martinez i don't want to hurt joe
0: we'll leave that out okay <laughs> <laughs> We're not leaving it out because I, I don't have time to edit it. It's Thursday already. We got to go. All right, got to go, got to go. Everybody, I'll see you from the Octagon on a Saturday, UFC, ESPN, TJ. You take care. Everybody, pick your goals. Write them down. Research them. Do what you got to do to be the best you can be when you step on that path. It's all about winning. We just had a winner on the show, and Mike Tyson, we've got a winner on the show, in TJ DeSantis, and I always try to be the best I can be to be the best I can be to win, and I'm Bruce Buffer, and right now it's Buffer out time. See ya.